used to walk up to them automatic doors. My mama told me that my finger was the power source. So I pointed with my pointed and pow. It was open. And come to find out, she was joking. Had to let it soak in. My mind as a boy didn't want to believe that Maguire or Berry were on the roids. But uh, when I was young, I thought the world was all right. It's funny. I even thought that Jesus was right, but yeah. I don't know if you've tried to buy anything on Facebook, uh, but if you have, then you know that it is like a shot in the dark. You might have good luck and get what you want quickly, or you might totally get ripped off. And we're going to tell you how to prevent that up next on the Bifrost Bridge podcast. So I buy a lot of stuff. I mean, a whole lot of stuff. Uh, I buy a lot of technical things uh, because I need them. Uh, some of them I buy just because I like them. Uh, so I buy gadgets. Um, I buy a lot of stuff off of Amazon. Uh, I rarely shop on eBay only because of, you know, I, I think I did once way, way back, maybe 10, you know, more years ago. And I felt like the product I got was substandard. Uh, eBay has has long since you know they, they they have tight and stringent stringent standards, uh, and if anything one does anything shady, you can report it. Uh, but I just wasn't satisfied with my experience, and then I got a hold of Amazon and Amazon Prime, and uh, you know nothing wrong with eBay. Lots of people do stuff there. My wife sells stuff on eBay uh, all the time. Um, I have a family members who do. Know lots of people who do. Uh, so there's nothing wrong with eBay. I just prefer to buy things from Amazon. But now there's a whole new world uh, where Facebook has been pushing over the last, I don't know whether it's year, years, uh, maybe year, year and a half, two or whatever, however many years, really coming to par with the stuff that it's selling on Facebook. Now here's the difference. When you want to buy something, you go to Amazon and you browse, browse for what you want to buy. And if you're like me, every now and then you'll get an idea it's like, oh, I wonder if this exists or uh, what do it you know, cost to buy this? Or you see something like Shark Tank or a commercial or whatever, and you go look on Amazon or you go look on eBay. Uh, here's the thing. With Facebook, you're sitting there spending most of your time there browsing, chatting with friends, looking at pictures, posting your information, and you're being hit constantly with the advertisements. And before it was ads for things that you may or may not wanted, now there's pretty much everything. And there's, um, you know, if you get into the whole tracker thing where you go look for something on the internet and then you go uh, do this, go go look for something on the internet, go message someone something on the internet, uh, and then go spend some time on Facebook. And what you have looked for or items that are similar to what you have looked for will show up advertised to you in your newsfeed. So where you spend most of your time on Facebook, now there's all these stores where people are selling things. Here's the problem. It's not 
really regulated. And you say, Floyd, that's just your opinions. Facebook has now, Facebook doesn't have the same standards as Amazon and eBay uh, in doing its stores. There are so many complaints. Now, here, here's what happened to me. I'll give you a couple of scenarios. First thing I bought, uh, and this was maybe a year and a half ago, two years ago, not that long ago, but uh, it was this thing called Handy Key. Like uh, it's like looks like a little uh, pocket knife with all your keys fit into it. There are multiple places where you could buy them, and it's a legitimate product. But I saw this ad on Facebook, so I was like, "Oh, that looks cool." I clicked on the ad, saw the little video, read the stuff about it. It's available. I don't even remember the price: twenty nine ninety nine, nineteen ninety nine, whatever it was. So I paid it. But uh, like a month went by, and I still didn't have this thing. So I went back to the email. And then got the information, contacted the company, got no response. I went back to the ad, found the ad, and saw where there were no comments. No comments. That was, that was you know, should have been a red flag to me, but I didn't pay attention at the time. But there were no comments. So I, I searched on the internet for it. I just Googled it. And all of the people were complaining about this same seller and not being able to get the product or get their money back. Now, here's the good thing. I went through PayPal. So I contacted PayPal and said, hey, they said it would be on its way in four to six weeks. It's been like four to six weeks. I want proof that the product is on its way. Within three days, I got an email from them saying your product will be out to you in a week or two. We're having some problems. I said, okay, I'll, I'll give them the benefit of the doubt. I think two or three more weeks went by. Contacted PayPal again. I didn't hear from them. I said, I want a response. Within three days, I have my money back from PayPal. That's one story. That doesn't mean there's an issue. Here's the next story. I ordered a drone from TomTop. Uh, it was a foldable drone with a little camera, uh, $49.95. I was like, oh, great. I don't want to spend hundreds of dollars. I want to just dip my feet and test the drone waters. But I want one with a picture so it can fly around and take pictures, you know, while you're doing stuff. And it, you don't have to hold your hand out for a selfie or get a selfie stick. Uh, so I waited, drone never came. Now I had paid for express shipping. Like I paid the extra, I think it was $9.95 so that my, that didn't mean I would get it in a week, but so that my item would be shipped in four to seven days or three to seven days. So within seven days, it should have been on its way and I should have got a notification. Three weeks later, no notification. Again, I went through PayPal. PayPal escalated it to them. And within a couple of weeks after the back and forth, I had the item overnighted to me. It came within three days after PayPal contacted them. So this was, again, an issue with, you know, an advertisement being made and what was being promised in the advertisement not coming to fruition. Now, there was another thing I bought. You think I'm going to learn my lesson, but uh, there was a rechargeable phone case for my iPhone's iPhone 7 Plus. Uh, iPhone 7 Plus had really just come out. I clicked on it, same story, didn't get it, and I, I, I went back to PayPal and said, hey, look, you know what? They said I would have this thing. It's been X number of weeks. PayPal contacted them and said, hey, you know what? We're going to investigate your case, and they said, you're right. It's been more than an adequate time. They didn't send it to you, and PayPal had them issue me a refund, so I got my money back. So... You would think, okay, those are just me. That's just maybe I'm clicking on the wrong things. But I was talking to my mother-in-law, and both she and her mother, my mother-in-law, both she and her mother clicked on an ad on Facebook for 
Um, and they, I, I, I don't know the name of the company, but I was there when my mother-in-law called them back. Uh, clicked on an uh, ad for a face cream that was advertising itself based on it being on Shark Tank. And that it was something that all the sharks turned down, but it was worth a lot of money. So they both, my mother-in-law and her mother, at different times, they both saw this. Uh, they both clicked on it. They both ordered it thinking, oh, it's been on Shark Tank. It must be a legit product. Because in the ad, they showed, they had video clips of the people from Shark Tank. They just didn't have video clips of the people with that product. So, turns out, it wasn't a good deal. It was like you send in five ninety nine and you get a free trial of the cream. But what they were doing was you, you know, charging your credit card five ninety nine, but then signing you up without your consent for a thirty nine or something a month subscription. And even when she tried to go get money back, they wanted to charge her another. It was either thirty nine or ninety nine dollar fee. That was, you know. But long story short, there isn't a lot of regulation about what's being sold on Facebook. So here are some steps that you can take. Because there's a lot of good products there. There's a lot of good sellers. There are people selling legitimate items. It's a great way to sell your product. You've got an audience of, you know, what, a billion or so people, or at any given time, millions upon millions of people from around the world are right there, and your product is just flowing by their, their Facebook stream. So here are some things that you can do. Number one, if you see an ad, look for comments. Look for comments. If you see no comments whatsoever, that doesn't mean it's bad, but that should be a sign for pause. If it has like 6,000 you know, likes and, and, and 1,300 shares, but not a single comment, that should be a sign for pause. It doesn't mean the product is bad. It just might mean that the seller doesn't want you to see the comments from the people who have bought it. They could be selling, it could be a great product, but that particular seller may not be doing a good deal and doesn't want you to see the other customer comments. That's, so that should be a red flag. Number two, always, always, always go through PayPal. Because I've seen where a lot of people were commenting about things. Hey, I've been trying for months to get my money back. I'm just writing it off as a loss. No big deal. It's only $13.99 or $29.99 or whatever the case is. You shouldn't have to write anything off. Go through PayPal. And PayPal will, will fight on your behalf if something goes shady in order to get your money back. Or you can escalate it to PayPal and they'll force, hey, you said you know you were going to ship it in a week. You need to ship it now. Bite the cost. Whatever. <clears throat> so definitely use PayPal. If the site doesn't use PayPal, that should be a sign for cause. To be a little bit of, of concern, why wouldn't they allow PayPal? PayPal? Why do they only want your credit card information? Uh, another good reason for using PayPal is because depending on these sites, these aren't big, giant, legitimate sites. So you're allowing your credit card information to go onto their servers, which we don't know what the security is that they have. It could get hacked in a minute. All right, so you have no idea. So if there's no comments, that should be a red flag. Doesn't mean it's bad, but something to consider. Uh, if they don't allow you to use PayPal, that should be a red flag. Doesn't mean it's bad, but it's something to consider. Try to always use PayPal when buying online, especially from sites you're unfamiliar with, because you're not buying these from Facebook. You're buying them from someone who's advertising on Facebook. And then finally, uh, make sure Always, always, always look for reviews. If it doesn't allow reviews, not, not just comments, 
But even when you buy to the site, because normally if you click on it, it takes you from Facebook to their site. If you don't see any reviews, that should be a sign for concern. That should make you think, why aren't there any reviews? Uh, even if you have to just go to a different link, uh, let's say you're buying product A, you saw the ad on Facebook, you click on it, it takes you to website B, and you're looking at website B about product A, and you say, but I don't see any reviews. Pull up a new tab in your browser and search for product B, or search for product A, and see if there are any reviews about it. Because, you know, you want to make sure that you're getting not just a good product, but that your money is, isn't going to be like, you're not getting scammed and no one's going to run off with your money. Uh, so look for comments on the Facebook page. Um, always try to use PayPal. Be concerned if they don't allow PayPal. Look for reviews on the product page. If there are none, look for reviews on Google. You have to be safe out there. Now, here, here's the thing, because this is a big concern to me. Um, not just because, you know, I value my money like everyone else does. But as a, a, a here's the thing, as a pastor, um, a lot of people have perceptions about how pastors and churches deal with money. They think every pastor is is greedy. They think all the pastors want our money. Uh, they think all that we, you know, pastors want to do is just get people into the church because the more people equals more money. That means more goes into our pockets. That's not even close to the way it works. Ideally... Ideally, if things were in a perfect world, every dollar that came into the church, the local congregation, should be used for outreach to reach people, to help people, to meet the needs of the people in the community. That's the way that it should work. If you look at the New Testament models, um, that's the way that it worked. Money came in to be used to meet the needs of the people, uh, to help people, uh, but we live in this Western culture where you've got to have a building. The buildings aren't free. I mean, if they donated church buildings for free, that would eliminate a lot of the cost. If they didn't, churches didn't have to pay utilities and whatever. And if here's the thing, if pastors and staff didn't have to eat, you know, uh, we could do it. Now, if I, you know, there, there are a lot of pastors out there uh, who make a lot of money, right? And it's not that they're bilking the people. But just like any organization, because a church is an organization, a group of people trying to accomplish a task, like any organization, you're leading and helping and ministering to and, and directing the staff of an organization. So a pastor of a church of 100 may not get nearly as much money as a pastor of a church of 100 you know, or 10,000. So yeah, they're 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 gonna get because they're doing more. The stresses and the, and the the ministries that they're creating and the things that they're trying to do totally different. But ideally, you know, um, in a perfect world, all of that money goes to help people. If, 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 you know, someone would provide me with a free house, a free car, free clothing and free food, or if I had enough money uh, on my own uh, to where I didn't need to get paid, you know, if I were like filthy rich or something, um, then yeah, I would still be doing the same thing. I'd dress a lot better and I wouldn't take any money from the church. I would direct that money into other ministries. And speaking for myself, because I've had this conversation with local pastors in my area, speaking for myself, uh, I have willingly reduced my salary uh, a couple of times to help us do other things that I thought we needed to do. But before I go ask everyone else to donate money, uh, I'm going to be the first to ante up. 
but hey, I, I just wanted to throw that out there because there's uh, any time that there's a perception of, of of someone trying to, you know, cheat someone or take someone's money or whatever, that that's a, a sore spot for me because that's the way that pastors are perceived. I've had people say that's what they thought of me, and, and, and so I I don't want the legitimate products and the legitimate sellers that are doing really good things on Facebook, selling great tools, gadgets, clothing, whatever they're selling, uh, you know, to be have a, a shadow cast on them because of the phonies and the crooks and the scam otters out there, right? So, um, you know, share your stories. If you have stories about things gone wrong, not in a negative, I'm not trying to, you know, down Facebook or talk bad about them. I'm just trying to make people... Be aware. And if you didn't know, now you know. Till next time, true believers.